Welcome, friends and colleagues, to a special edition of the Down the Rabbit Hole podcast. This is a featured cast, so let's not waste any more time and get on with the program because it's time to hand the microphone over to the guys. Take it away, gentlemen. Hey, once again, Raflos with you at uh, Infuse 2019 conference. This just in, uh, we don't do many of these segments anymore, but I thought this would be a pretty good opportunity um, to uh, drop an announcement, let you guys uh, in on some kind of cool insider stuff uh, that uh, you might hear first, maybe, uh, and if, if you pay attention. So uh, I've got two cool guests. We're going to talk through this fairly quickly. We'll give a, a little bit of a little bit of overview, and then. Um, Hopefully, answer the so what question at the end. Um, gentlemen, welcome and introduce yourselves. Paul Shomo, I'm a subject matter expert with uh, OpenText. I've been with the Encase family for 14 years. That is a long time. That's a long time. Yeah, I, I started back in 2006 when we were launching our first instant response product. We had a requirement from the CIA to automate response to like snort alerts, and uh, it was a little skunk works group, and done a lot of jobs at uh, uh, Guidance uh, OpenText now with any case, so it's, it's been a good ride. And Brian? Brian Dwyer, I'm CTO and one of the co-founders of Revly Software. Very cool, so guys, what's the big deal? We have a partnership and a new product offering called OpenText Content Security for Encase by Revly that's bringing together our two technologies. I, I can tell you on our side, we've been thinking a lot about bringing this data-centric approach to security meeting in the center with a threat-centric approach. Because in talking to incident responders, everyone knows that malware is hitting their network each day, and you need to keep threat actors from the data. But when you ask people, do you know where the data is, nobody knows. And so that is, um, a, that is a problem that everybody faces, by the way. Yes. And, I, and I, so one thing that I appreciate about the fact that the, these you guys, you know, uh, guidance got bought by OpenText, and one of the things that you guys have, I think, is an opportunity that nobody else has that I can identify is the ability to search yep. the bigger picture. Absolutely. Yep. And we've been working on that for a while, data mapping with things like risk manager, but we were really looking for a missing link technology that would bring our instant response automation together with someone who we could move security closer to the data, which is really what... Uh, Brian, tell us about that. Yeah, so Revly's historical focus has been look within uh, the content management space, sometimes known as ECM, which is a part of uh, OpenText EIM, the big brand within okay. OpenText. And we've historically been looking at performance and how people are accessing content, what kind of, what kind of service level they're getting. Okay. As part of that, what we realized in the past few years, and some of our customers making helping us realize this, to help validate the concept was, we know everything about how that user is accessing the content. Their user ID, their client IP, source IP, document name, uh, type of transaction, and most importantly, the repository that they got it from. So this type of data, commonly we think of it as the crown jewels, if you will, it's high value content. This is your mortgage loans, this is your claims processing, this is your manufacturing processes within life right. sciences. These are engineering drawings. It's not stuff you're going to find on a shared drive on someone's 
Windows domain. So the the, the challenge that I think uh, the poor unfortunate CEOs that have to go up before Congress or before you know Brian Krebs or whoever calls them uh, on a Tuesday afternoon and asks about the data breach they don't know about is not just who are the bad guys, what do they do, but what did they take? Yeah, yeah. And this is the question that everybody struggles to answer. Are you guys telling me you can finally get closer to answering that question? Please tell me yes. Absolutely. The purpose of this is, as Paul was saying, since we understand that user behavior against the high value digital assets in the repositories, once we detect a suspicious or abnormal action, we can now have direct integration into NCase. So we'll oh, that's awesome. Absolute, with great sensitivity to not burden the security person that here's another alarm that I got to figure out what it's about. Yeah, that's so we that's, give them that's all terrible. that we give them the full stack view of the app layer and then coupled with the thread layer information, they have a, f a much broader perspective of what's the impact of this and what was the value of that content. I like the direct in integration too because there are some alerts, I mean, let's face it, we're swimming in a sea of low priority alerts, yeah. but, there, but there's some alerts. Millions that, and billions. Yeah, crazy. I heard someone say trillions, it was at the keynote. Um, but there are some alerts that we know are destined for escalation and that could likely be escalated to officers, C-suite, the board of directors. And when you're, you're able to use something like Reveille, where you're literally watching your highest privileged data being potentially accessed in the, in the vaults, um, to bring in an authoritative tool like Encase that can do the investigation, is, is so good at investigating data access from our, you know, our, our criminal, criminal forensics pedigree, and to be able to preserve it so that it can be handed off to you know, lawyers, uh, general counsel, uh, hopefully not uh, government institutions, but potentially. It's a, it's a powerful combination. So I will admit uh, being an NCASE user back when we had the dongle in uh, <laughs> 03, 04, 05. Yep. So it's, it's been a while. Uh, I, had my, I, still, I think I still have the little uh, tote along with the right blocker mm -hmm. and all the my IDE cables. Yep. Does anybody have any IDE drives anymore? I don't think so. But uh, it's been a hot minute, right? Smithsonian. Yeah. <laughs> the Smithsonian. Great. I am officially old. Brian, um, let me ask you this because now you've got my attention. I'm curious and I'm sure everybody's asking the same question in their heads uh, while listening. Um, how do they get to identifying what those critical things are that you're going to – is there like a tagging feature in, this, in your product? How do they get there? Great question. So we have all the data about the transactions. Okay. So what we do is we go through a threshold-based evaluation approach. And we have a set of baselines that come pre-built. And so based on certain conditions, like login frequency, high content movement, uh, location dependency, that, those are applied as we're looking at the data real time. And then that can trigger, based on the severity level, the appropriate action over an end case. And it's also, it, it, another key point is, it's under your control. This is not 100% automated. So you can make a decision of which ones you want to let happen or ones you want to be sure before you turn the red switch on your CEO's endpoint. Well, that's, uh, that is very interesting. Um, have you guys, is this something that's live in production? What kind of, uh, you know, are, are we, are we uh, uh, can, can we go play with this? It's, avail it's available now and we, uh, we've, this week we announced uh, the formal release and availability with OpenText, and the OpenText uh, sales organizations could be actively talking about it. 
we'll be doing demos imminently. Yeah. Demos are imminent. That's awesome. So how, um, how does this manifest? Is it like a, you buy the OpenText product, you buy the Revly product, and you kind of you put them together? Is there a services aspect to it? Does it come, you know, a quote out of the box integrated? How does that work? The integration is is out of the box. That's been done. Oh, that's even better. Yes. And so initially, the the, the product that is available. Um, with the MCase integration has Office 365 and SharePoint and OneDrive support. So you get that capability out of the box. In terms of putting this together, uh, from the Revly perspective, it's a matter of days. Wow. And this isn't just a garden variety integration partnership. We're actually selling this under the open text content security for NCase by Revly. It's skewed up on our price list. Our Salesforce is selling, you can buy it from us. Uh, you know, obviously we're a vendor already in a lot of people's systems, so it's convenient to buy their product through us. And this is a really tight partnership. It's going to be a big deal. So who's the buyer here? Is the CISO, the head of risk, head of legal? Like, who's your buyer? So on our, on our side, we tend to work with this kind of um, niche DFIR, Tier 3. It also does some insider threats, sometimes does HR investigations, gets pulled into a lot of things, incident response. And that's, that's someone who we, we will be working with them, and, as well as people in the SOC who maybe are doing you know, more Tier 1 incident response as right. well. On the other side, it's, also, it's the people that are responsible for the digital assets. It's the business owner that has to prove back to Starbucks or other regulations that who's accessing your content and how are they using it. That's the great thing about it is, is there's these two different sides to the business, the data-centric and the threat-centric side. And that's why I described it as a missing link technology because with this connector, with these basically one orchestrating the other, uh, it's automatically, there's an automatic uh, uh, working together between these two groups that never really happened before in our industry. Well, guys, that is, that is uh, that actually potentially game-changing because one of the problems that, again, I've, I've said it before, um, you know, yes, we know the EDR platforms will tell you where they got where they got in, what IP address they came from, which machines they touched. But the industry as a whole has struggled tremendously in figuring out what did they take. Did it matter? Right? Is I mean, yes, you took a bunch of files. Was there anything that the company cared about it on there? And who else right? took it besides that one? Right, right. Who else? Exactly. So very cool, guys. I, I'm I'm pretty excited. Uh, I guess we'll uh, we'll maybe do this again in a, in, in a couple of months once once it's had some uh, you know time on the road. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we'll see what happens. Absolutely, thanks for having us. Hey, thanks, guys, folks. Uh, that was pretty cool. Um, we'll include a uh, link in the uh, in the, in the show notes, uh, which I know all of you read, and uh, we'll get you we'll get get you an ability to go go road test this. Um, uh, just about everybody I know is in the Incase family at some point. So um, yet another reason to give this a shot. So cool. Thanks for listening. Catch you later. Thanks for listening to a Down the Rabbit Hole feature cast. We hope you found this episode infotaining. Make sure you've checked out the show notes, caught up on past episodes, and subscribed or bookmarked us so you don't miss any future episodes. Feel free also to harass Roth for words like infotaining. Thanks for listening, and on behalf of our guests and the DTR hosts, goodbye everybody, until next time.